0: All right, guys, so we just crushed that training from John Acuff on soundtracks and overthinking. And the first point that he made that I don't know a lot of people caught was you are at the level you are at currently because of what you know, do, and think. And the most important of those three is the thinking because it impacts what you know and what you do. He said, goals are the fastest path between where you are today and where you want to go. So it's one of those things where if you don't take the time to figure out where you're going, how do you know if you're going to get there? Uh, That's why Stephen Covey always talks about beginning with the end in mind. If you know the end point, now you can work backwards to find the steps it takes to get there. So this whole talk is about overthinking. And like I said before, uh, I'm double hand raised here because I'm completely guilty of this. I am a green personality, which means I'm analytical. I study and I actively try and overthink. It's one of those things that is hardwired into me. So this was a great talk for me because overthinking is the most expensive thing a leader invests time in that they don't even realize that they're doing. You know, overthinking gets in the way of what you want versus the things that you need. So you start looking at things and you start analyzing and you all of a sudden get analysis paralysis because you're digging into things more than you should be. And it's such a problem that when he commissioned this study and the study was of 10,000 people. So that's a pretty big study because like he said, when you read articles and they say, you know, we did a survey and 50% said this and 75% said this, those numbers never match up because they're always wrong because the study consisted of four people in one state. So make sure when you're reading studies, you look at what was actually in the survey. And he said, out of this 10,000 liter survey, 99.5% of leaders said that they overthink weekly. I don't know who that other half percent is, but I want to hang out with those people because those people have it figured out. So don't feel bad because 99.5% of leaders overthink. So you're in good company. He said some specific things that were incredible about mindset and how to change your mind. He said, if you can worry, you can wonder. If you can doubt, you can dominate. The soundtrack that you tell yourself is what dictates your actions. He said, your soundtrack is the repetitive things that you tell yourself. Great thoughts lead to great actions and great actions lead to great results. He said, so what what do great leaders do? First, they retire. A broken soundtrack that they say and know about themselves, two they replace it with a new one, and three they repeat it until it becomes automatic or a habit. So here's the thing, we never reach our goals so why do we even try them? Well that's one of the broken soundtracks that you would tell yourself because let's say you've been in the company for three years and you're frustrated and you look back and you're like, well, I don't hit my goal. So why do I even try? Guys, the reason why you try is because you have a new month every month to set a goal and to go out and crush it. So retire that and change that. So you have to ask yourself three things about your old soundtrack is it true? Is it helpful? And is it kind? So when you're talking about the things that you tell yourself, here's what's important to realize. And this was mind blowing. Your thoughts are delivered to you in your own voice. Think about that. When you hear things in your mind, it's coming in your own voice. That is why you trust it every single time, even though it It has lied to you millions of times before. In fact, some of you, it's even lying to you today. Your thoughts are delivered in your voice. That's why you trust it. So the thing that you need to do is you need to stop assuming everything that you tell yourself is true. Your thoughts always show you the direction that you should be going. So make sure that you're taking those thoughts captive and move it forward. Which comes to number two, is it helpful? Do those thoughts that you have push you forward, or do they hold you back? You know, it's one of those things where kind of like the people that you get around, are they holding you back, or are they propelling you forward? Your thoughts are the same way. That's why it's so important to capture your thoughts before they come out of your mouth. Because when you start saying the negative things that you're thinking, it reinforces your thoughts. So it's a, it's a cyclical thing. If you think bad thoughts and speak bad thoughts, they reinforce the thoughts. So you get caught in this cycle. That's why you need to retire the thoughts and then change the thoughts. And so the third one was, is it kind? You know, people perform better when they feel safe in a team. You perform better when your thoughts are kind and helpful and pushing forward. So determine today what those thoughts are going to be and how you can help them push you forward. You know, a leader who can't be questioned end up doing questionable things. So start questioning your thoughts and see if they're leading you down a path that builds you and takes you to the goals that you're trying to go towards, or if they're bringing you down another path which isn't going to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. Then he started talking about, you know, replacing that soundtrack. Thoughts come by choice, not by chance. Guys, make a choice today on what you're going to think about. You know, thoughts are not out of your control. Some people think that they just randomly happen. It's just something that I can't control, but they're totally within your control. The things that you tell yourself about yourself are completely in your control. That's why affirmations are so powerful. If you wake up in the morning and repeat positive affirmations to yourself in the mirror, you will start to change that soundtrack. Control your thoughts and you can direct your future. So what is it that you want in the future? Speak those things out loud to yourself. Start changing the things that you think and the things that you believe. You know, an actionable thought that he said was, look at your week and say, where do I want to win this week? Where do I want to win this week? What is that doing? That's automatically programming your brain for a positive outcome, you're already telling yourself somewhere in this week, I'm going to win. And then you start looking for it. Well, guess what happens? It's not going to be just one event. When you start looking for the wins, you're going to start looking for one win, but you may find three, four, five, six other wins along in that process. And what would that do to your week? If you looked at your week and you saw that you had 10 wins, that's going to give you more motivation, more inspiration, more determination, more grit, more hustle into everything that you do. So take the time to start looking at your week and go, where am I going to win this week? Then he was talking about empathy and empathy is understanding what somebody needs and then acting on it. It's two parts. It's understanding but then acting on it. He said the greatest way to frustrate people is to understand what they need and then do nothing about it. This statement is great. Care about what the people you care about care about and then help them to do something about it. Are you looking at your team and going, Who can I help? Where can I help? Do I understand what they need help with? You know, it's not their job to think about you. You as the leader, it's your job to think about them. You know, crisis magnifies kindness. You know, what you need to do is you need to look at where we just came out of. We came out of a two-year crisis. It magnified everything. And now it's time for you to look at it through a kindness lens because everybody's hurting. So the person who helps and heals the most is going to be the one who wins in these next five to 10 years because the world is hurting and it's looking for people to help it. And one way to do that is to read less minds and ask more questions because we seem to assume that we know or we think we know what other people need. So instead of inventing a need, How about you just ask the questions and find out what the need is? When you ask somebody their need, they become more visible and valuable. When you ask somebody how you can help them or what you can do, it's almost like you touched a button in their heart that causes them to go, they see me, they value me, they want to help me. So, take some time this week to find people that you can find and turn that light switch on and help them feel valuable and help them feel visible because that's one of the things that every single human being in this world wants. They want to be seen and they want to be loved. So, if you can do those two things, you will have so much blessing and so much success. He said, The best leaders turn overthinking. From a super problem to a superpower. Guys, when you know, which as a leader, you know, problems are inevitable, are you going to sit there and worry about them or are you anticipating them and thinking of ways to solve them, even though you may not have all the answers? See, we as leaders know that there's no two consecutive good days in leadership because problems arise nonstop. So now that you know that, are you turning all of these problems into your superpower? You know, the people that have the most success are the people that solve the most problems. So are you solving the most problems for your team? Conversely, do you know what the problems your team has and is facing? Because if you don't know what they are, how do you know how to help and how to solve? So that's the thing for this week, guys. Go out and crush your week knowing that you can turn your overthinking into a superpower guys go out and make it an awesome week and i hope your day is as awesome as you are we'll see you soon